Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. How are you, little sick note? Are you better? <laughs> I am. I actually feel fine. I just got this, I don't know, whatever it is that everyone's got going round. And I can't yeah. shake it. Literally can't shake it. I'm literally coughing like I smoke 50 a day. Like, it's oh, actually really gross. Yeah, it's Poor pretty gross. You. But I'm all right. I'm, I'm fine. Are the rest of the house that. healthy? Um, well, I mean, Gigi and a bad hip and a bad nose. And I mean, <laughs> we're still on that, are we? Every day, another ailment. No, she's all right. She's fine. She's actually a bit cross at the moment because they're doing their nativity and she's a star. And so at school, she's dressing up as a star for their rehearsals. And then she comes home and she puts her Mary costume on. And I'm like, why are oh, you she's putting furious. your Mary? Yeah, why are you putting your Mary costume? And she goes, because. And then she says the name of the girl that's Mary has got my part. <gasps> she was Mary once in her preschool nativity and now like that is her part this and, uh, is like yeah. um a-listers like yeah. cat scrapping this is yeah. the, this is the this is the primary school equivalent yeah exactly the, it? do you know what it is it is the primary school equiv- equivalent of going like for a Hollywood movie it's exactly yeah. the same I wonder I wonder at school if she's sort of like accidentally tripping her up or like probably I don't yeah. know doing some sort of dirty protest on like her spare you know <laughs> skirt that she keeps <laughs> I wonder what she's doing to her you better know, check like in on sabotaging this sabotaging her lunch yeah she like passes <laughs> out or something imagine oh my no to be fair that is the sort of thing she would do she's like that with Axel oh Jesus she, like, she yeah she you know she's kind of like the silent assassin she'd be like yeah bringing bring, bringing stuff in from home to pop in a drink you've got to watch out looks really sweet but definitely is not talking of the nati- yeah. talking of the nativity kit's got his performance on friday and <gasps> for ages he came home with these with these lines and he's got the role of a shepherd so i was like great because last year he didn't have a speaking part he was sort of like an ensemble and didn't say anything i just dressed him in like a little cute suit and he just sort of stood there with the rest of the ensemble but this yeah. year he's a shepherd right he's so it's like lines. big excitement in the house he's got lines wow. so for the last three weeks i've been trying to practice his lines with him and every time I've said, Kit, should we practice your lines? He goes, no, it's a secret. And I go, yeah, that's fine. But it can't be a secret from the whole audience that have come to watch us, you, because otherwise you're not going to say anything. So like, for, I mean, he literally won't practice, practice them with me. Every time I like try and give him his feeder lines, he just goes, I'm not saying it now. And I'm thinking, shit, this is going to go so badly. Like there's obviously Monday came around and I was thinking it's happening this week anyway Ooh. we'll be pleased to hear that he's finally understood that it can't be a secret just for him and that he actually does have to say it out loud so even though you won't be able to hear him because he sounds so quiet 
at least you'll say something. At least, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I do find. Do you know what? Everyone loves the like Joker in the Nativity, though, don't they? I mean, the ones who get up yeah. and they like say their lines beautifully and they're all confident. Yeah, okay, great, whatever. They're brilliant. But it's the ones that like <laughs> turn around and face the back or like forget their lines. <laughs> Or like blow raspberries at the audience. They are the real stars the of the show, aren't they? They are the Last ones. Last year, that you want. one of his classmates fell asleep during the nativity. <laughs> he was sitting at the front, cross-legged, and all you could see was his head nodding. Down. And then eventually, the head teacher had to come and get him and carry him off. <laughs> oh, god. oh my god! That I is know. Did I tell you about Axel's birthday party and? I invited a, a boy and his sister to come along and I don't really know them very well. They're, I think they're new to the class and they both fell asleep at the table. Like what, just ra- fell asleep. Around your table? N- not around my table. Axel had a football party and it was in like a right. busy, like, do you know where they all sit down and have n- chicken nuggets and chips? They're all literally sitting oh, yeah, around the, the table. It, it was so loud, like unbelievably loud. And they were both asleep at the table. <laughs> uh, you know what you think? Oh my God. What do I do here? Like, do we wake them up? Do we not wake them up? Are they alive? Have they choked on the chicken nugget and I haven't looked? I mean, yeah, not not ideal. Yeah, you just got. I think. I think the the extreme levels of excitement at those kids' parties yeah. and all the rehearsals that they've got to do for the nativity and the long days at school and stuff. It just gets too much. I got to be honest with you. Sometimes. I can just fall asleep in a chair. Like I can be at the end of a sentence, Dozzle can be chatting and then he can look over again and I can just be asleep. But that is just because I'm fucking knackered, if I'm honest. <laughs> All the yeah. kids are burnt out from nativity Yeah, exactly. Rehearsal. And so are we. And so are we. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I've got to tell you about Kit because Kit um, came home with a, a card this week Ooh. and I was like, oh, it's how nice, like a Christmas card. And he was like, oh, it's, it's not a Christmas card actually. And I was like, all oh, right, well, should we open it together? And he was really weird about it. And he was like, oh no, I'm just going to take it up to my bedroom and open it. I'm like, okay. So off he went and I I followed him up. He sat on his bed, he opened it and he had his first love letter (gasps) from a girl in his class. Oh my God, don't. How do you feel? How do you feel? Well, I wanted to understand what she meant by I love you so much. So I asked (laughs) that. I said, are you boyfriend and girlfriend? I wanted to understand what she meant. Like you're going to put her aside in the playground. Right, excuse me. Excuse me, Delilah. What did you mean by this comment? And he said, I said, are you boyfriend and girlfriend? And he said, no, we're just really good friends. And I said, well, that's so lovely. And I said, are you sure you're not boyfriend and girlfriend? And he went, no, mummy, we're not. And I said, did you write her a note? And he said, yeah, I wrote, it was, I, I wrote better, a better note than this one. I said, okay, right. What did you say in it? And he goes, um, to my best friend, I love you so much. So it's just, it's actually really lovely that he's got oh. himself a female friend. So I'm quite chuffed. But if I find out there's anything else going on there, it'll be, uh, <laughs> it'll be <laughs> 50 cups at the side. Let me yeah, know exactly. what, what do you mean by this? Tell me. Get away from my son. Yeah, get away. <laughs> he's mine. <laughs> God. Oh my God. Remind us of this in 20 years time. No, I'm, I'm Please already let us there. Not be those I already, know, I already yeah. know that is going to okay. be me. Like the, we know that. There's, I'm just. That's the way I'm heading. I'm going to have to go and see okay. someone before it. You have to let me know when oh, when God. it gets to that point. Please send us a DM if this is you as well, because surely it can't just be Georgia and I. That's what yeah. I'm thinking. Um, we need to get into the podcast today because we're obviously Friday. It. Welcome to Friday's Q and A. We should stop nattering on. We're going to do a second part to um, the podcast that we did a couple of weeks ago on having a relationship with yourself. So this is part two. We had loads of questions that we didn't get through, but we really, really loved 
the conversation yeah. that came out of it. So we thought, why not? We'll, we'll give it another go. George, do you want Definitely. to kick us off? Definitely. Yeah, let's kick us off. Um, so there's been a few questions like this, but I guess we'll just cover the overall theme. Learning to accept your post-baby body and feeling good in the skin you're in. Oh, wow. Such a gear change from what we were talking about before, actually. But I feel I like I can get myself in. I feel like I can get myself into this place because obviously, you know, standing in front of the mirror every single day, for me personally, having had a, you know, a battle, an eating disorder battle yeah. and then going through being pregnant twice, a lot of thoughts and feelings come up for me daily. Some days are really positive, you know, some days not so positive. And I think one of the best pieces of advice that anybody gave to me is it doesn't have to be consistent. And it and and every single day, you know, people say to you, oh, wake up, stand in front of the mirror, look at your naked body and just love it. And I'm like, that's utter bullshit because yes, the message is nice, but some days you're going to wake up and think, oh, do you know what? I actually don't really like myself today. And I think that that is okay to admit. Obviously, I was going to say that, yeah. Yeah, go on, George. No, I just think I echo what, like, what you say there. I think there's so much noise around, you know, not being able to say that you're not totally happy with your body after you've had a baby. And it's almost it's almost gone the other way where if you say you're not happy, people think that there's something wrong with you because you should be yeah. happy with your pain. And it's, and it's actually hard to admit that you're not. But I like we'll both say, I think it's absolutely fine and absolutely normal to not feel okay in your skin, like and and not love what you see back, you know, back in front of you. And I think it takes a long time. And I think, mm. you know, what there are things that you can do that make that might make you feel more confident in your own skin. And actually you might come to realize that they're not actually, phys- you know, you're not the physical, there's not a physical change, but you're, you're just the view of your body changes. And I think you can do those yep. things. Like for me, I know when I'm exercising and I'm, you know, eating a bit well, the, you know, there's probably not really that much change in the way I look, but the way I feel is so different. And I almost mm. stop picking apart my body so much. Um, mm. And I think that there's sort of those things you can do. And like, even just down to, but, you know, treating yourself to some different clothes. Yes, it sounds really trivial and, you know, fluffy. But actually, if it makes you feel good, then it's not. I think I think knowing that it's it's not always it's not always going to be thus. Like if yeah. you are struggling and you're struggling to accept it or you're learning to accept it that like Georgia said, that is going to take a period of time. Yeah, and actually really hand on heart. Honestly, I think it's probably only happened for me in the last 12 months. Yeah. Um and 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 remember Kit's 5. So that mm. has been a big process for me. And also it's not about getting back to the body that I was before because actually I don't want that body. That body hadn't grown to humans and gone through what it's gone through. Yeah. Now, you know, learning and accepting and loving every every part of my new body, that is something I'm now comfortable with. And yes, yeah. it takes work. And I'm not just talking about, you know, physical work in the gym. It's the mental side of it and the real exactly. kind of the love, loving myself. Like I have to, I love bomb everybody else. So do you, George, but you have to love bomb yourself. Yeah, um, it's true. It's so true. Mm. Really is. Um, let's move on to the next one. So this is from Kelly. No time to spend on myself. And I just don't recognize myself in the mirror anymore. So that really kind of ties us in with that previous 
previous question, yeah. but I think it's more about like not spending any time on yourself can be the most damaging thing, in my mm. opinion, that you could do because no. you just deprioritize yourself and put yourself to the bottom of the list, George. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think it's so easy to do that. And actually, especially at this time of year, we've said this before, but when the, when things get busy and things get hectic, it's so easy to forget about yourself. And whatever those things are that make you feel like you, even, like, do you know what I've started doing? We Since we moved house, we're waking up later and I'm waking up and then I'm rushing and getting everyone and I get back and then I get straight into work and I think, my God, I've actually not had one second for myself this morning. And it gets to like yeah. five o'clock. And I think, gosh, I've barely even had a glass of water. Like this is a joke. Yeah. So I even find just getting up like a little bit earlier, half an hour, 20 minutes earlier than the kids sitting down with a cup of tea and looking out the window sounds ridiculous, but it actually makes me feel like myself because I've got mm. 20 minutes to like get my head around the day, like think about what I want to do, think just, I can't just without the noise. And that really helps me. It might be at night that you do it, you know, you take yourself up to bed before maybe your partner comes to bed or you know there's anyone else around it's just taking yourself off that little bit of time just to I guess think think about yourself think about what you need do something for yourself however little it is mm. Mm. um yeah good and, advice good yeah. advice I find sometimes George writing that down so write yeah. down um get get a, get a pad and a pen and write down the absolute the, the things that you have to do during the day so that might be like getting the kids ready for school doing the school run coming back and starting work or you know going to do x y and z the things that you can't move in your day and then try and look at it as like a a pie chart of life and put in the things that you would like to do for you during the day or week if it's yeah. easier to see it as a week thing and make sure that those are non-negotiables they do not come out of your diary they do not move every single day in my diary at 9 a.m sometimes it's a bit earlier if I can get there is exercise I don't do it every day but it is in my diary and now people have to ask me and say oh you've actually got exercising from 9 till 10 can that be moved most of the time I say no because I know that I have to get that done for me to make for me to feel good before it wasn't in the diary people were putting in meetings zoom calls oh you've got to be here at x you know it's just one of those things that I need for me. So just just try that to be more structured and that will make you feel more important to you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, here's another one. How to not overthink and overanalyze everything. This is I mean, so easier said than done. Oh my God, you know, isn't it's it? It's so easy for us to sit here and say, you know, don't overanalyze everything, put things into perspective, like all of this kind of stuff. But actually, I think so many of us do it. Um, and mm. it's quite a difficult cycle to break. I always, if I'm, you know, going through this kind of phase of like overthinking or like worrying or whatever, I always think about, I almost give myself the advice I would be giving a friend, if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. if my friend came to me and told me all of the thoughts that I was having, I almost give myself that pep talk back I'm not saying it always works but I think it definitely helps me rationalize what sort of pep talk? when you know just like I don't know say you're overthinking something give me an example of something you might overthink like okay okay here's here's an example of something that I've been overthinking recently yeah. it's to do with a, a very close friend in my life that I feel I'm suddenly becoming quite needy towards and I'm not getting that much back 
And this is somebody that I used to be literally, we were in each other's pockets all the time. And now I suddenly feel like I'm the one that's reaching out constantly. I'm not getting that much in return. I feel like I'm having to chase WhatsApps, arranging things. And I'm thinking, have I done something wrong? That's what's going through my head at the moment. Right. Okay. Like for one thing. Yeah. So if so if someone came to me like obviously you're coming to me and saying this now I'd say you know have they got and is there anything going on in their life that might mean that they're you know closing you down is there anything that you know do you ever do that to people unintentionally because I definitely do like I definitely don't reply to whatsapps and it it might be completely unintentional like and I'll try and think about all of those things like think of different scenarios that they might be going through to reason as to to give a reason as to why they might be behaving like that with you rather than thinking of it as your own fault because if the if there is nothing you know like there's nothing you've done there's nothing you've said like there's literally nothing then I would go through all of those reasonings in my head first and then I might even just ask them yeah well that's what what Joel said might just ask and just say, just be like, I'm not, I'm maybe I'm completely overthinking this, but blah, blah, blah. This is what I'm thinking. Can you put my mind at rest or whatever? Mm. That's great advice. I'm going to do that. And that's exactly what Doz said. Doz was like, uh, you know, uh, if you've asked yourself those questions, and he said mm. sort of different ones, but he was like, ask yourself, you know, have you done anything to upset this person? You know, could it be X, Y, and Z? And I was like, absolutely not. And then he was like, why don't you just pick the phone up and just say, this is probably my mind going into overdrive. But then you become quite vulnerable because you're putting yourself out there. And then again, you don't want to seem needy because you know that people have got lots going on in your life. Caroline Britton said to me, it, every mm. time we have a, an intrusive thought or a thought that comes up over and over and over, again write it down and then underneath it write the reasons why you shouldn't be over analyzing it so for example let's just say it's about a friendship right underneath and say like George's advice just then do you know what that person's trying to juggle a busy career they've Mm. got loads of things you know loads of spinning plates this doesn't have anything to do write it out again write another reason underneath and that sometimes can settle things yeah Um, yeah, but I'm definitely an overthinker yeah (laughs) I think loads of us so are. I'm with I you think, yeah, yeah we're absolutely right. yeah yeah you're not alone oh I mean there's so many around this subject of I feel like I don't have any time to think about what I enjoy I'm just existing that mm. makes me feel so sad I know doesn't it that is that yeah. goes back to our previous our previous responses to the you know to the, to the couple of questions which is about really trying to figure out what you love doing and trying to make sure that those are part of your life because we don't get to press rewind at 60 and go, oh, I'll just do all that last 20 years again. I Obviously, know. the kids are the priority, but that doesn't mean that you don't exist in the world. This doesn't doesn't mean that you have to, you know, forget about all the hobbies that you love or the activities that you enjoy doing or the friends that you want to hang out with. You know, all of those things are super important. Yeah. And actually, I don't want to sit here and say that I feel like it's a male female trait but men are characteristically much better at scheduling in time for things that they love yeah I mean I I have a friend whose partner plays golf every single Saturday all day and doesn't even think twice about it imagine if we did that I know that's that is unbelievable and actually you know what last week um James was in Newcastle for pretty much the whole week actually like Tuesday to got back Friday morning and no, he didn't get back Friday morning. Yeah, he did. He did. He got back Friday morning, went to work, then went and had his hair cut straight after work. So he hadn't seen the kids since Tuesday. Came home, literally just said hello to us all, gave the kids a hug, and then went back out again. 
to do something for him. Mm, interesting. And he didn't feel guilty about that. And actually, like, mm. you know, that was the night that his friends were going out. So it wasn't like he could have changed it to another day. Mm. That was that was the mm. night. And he was like, well, the kids were going to be in bed in like half an hour anyway. And I'm like, yeah, no, good point. It's weird because I wouldn't have, <laughs> yeah. done, I wouldn't have done it. Would you? Like, I just, if I'd have been away for work, he almost has... He puts things in boxes like work is work, then social life, and then home life. And if if he's been away for work a week, he'd he's still happy to have his social life or you know whatever. It's not like I just see myself as away for whatever reason that is, whether that's work, whether that's yeah. pleasure, whatever. It still feels the same to me. But yeah, like I think maybe, maybe they've got it right. <laughs> maybe they have. Like really, maybe oh, yeah. they have. I don't know. I, I just think, and also I think as well. Yes, we should be doing like loads of stuff for ourselves, definitely. But I think it's also just good to know that there's life ebbs and flows. And I think some some periods of time you'll think, you know what, I actually haven't got time to do that thing for myself. And it's going to cause me more stress to do that. But then in your head, know that in two months time, you will start doing that for yourself again. Yeah, yeah, that's um, good advice. Really good advice. Because, yeah, life changes, doesn't it? Like sometimes things get busy and sometimes things are quiet. So Yeah, but if you, but if you have been doing this and you've been in a rut for a really long time, yeah. <clears throat> the change has to come from you. You've got to break the cycle for sure. We'll be right back after this short break. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? Lost most of my sense of humour since having my daughter and postnatal depression. I thought it was a part of me. Oh, but I mean, postnatal depression is mm. is so massive and it's so huge. And when you wake up every single day and there's no joy, of course, there's going to be no laughter and there's going to be no humour. And that's probably something that you're still coming to terms with and trying yeah. to deal with so like firstly be really really kind on yourself you've been through an absolute mountain like that is huge that's a huge weight to carry around no wonder you're not you know laughing at every little thing left right and center something funny will happen one day this is gonna say yeah you know, and then you will find yourself howling with laughter absolutely and it will be the start of you know feeling joy but don't yeah. don't beat yourself up about the fact that I don't think you've lost your sense of humor I think definitely you've not probably lost your sense of self and you <clears throat> you've probably been feeling very bewildered and so things aren't funny yeah no absolutely I was just gonna say that one day something will come along and you will start laughing again and then you you won't stop and I think as well the fact that you're even thinking about 
you losing your sense of humor it's like one of those things where they tell you to relax and you think well I can't relax now you've told me to relax it's the same when you're looking out for the fact that you're not laughing anymore you're not going to laugh it's almost like you just have to accept the 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 period that you've been through and Mm -hmm. almost have faith in the fact that it will come back and it probably will when you're not worrying about it Mm. yeah I agree and look, if you want to have a really fun night out with me and George, we'll get your sense of humor back. We, we'll make yeah, you laugh. Absolutely. We will. Yeah. <laughs> this is a big one, actually. Post babies and marriage breakup. Who am I? Still trying to work it out. It's very hard to feel me with little ones um, and to feel enough when I wasn't enough for their dad. I'm very self-conscious of conversation topics and I never was before. Um, yeah, that's a big one. Firstly, it's you... It's not that you weren't enough for their yeah, dad. You are so enough. please, please, please try not to feel like that every day. That's that's such a big, big burden to carry around with you, George, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think as well, you know, you're sort of saying you're trying to find who you are post-babies and marriage breakup. I don't know if you're, you know, trying to date again or if, you know, you're looking to get into another relationship. But I do think, I mean, I've not been in this situation, but I think of, you know, presenting yourself and you want to appear fun, but the reality is, you know, your life is not always going to be like really fun. And I think most of us would say that, you know, most of us with kids, our life isn't all like parties and doing really fun stuff. Our life is, you know, it's great and having kids is amazing. And I think you, you almost have to, you don't always have to be putting on the best version of yourself all the time and I think yeah the be- like the the best thing you can do is p- take down those barriers and I think that's probably really hard after you know you've had a, a breakup but you know with friends with family members with potential new partners I think the best thing you can do is show your you know you yourself show yourself tell t- yeah. you know say your how you're feeling and and say the thing I think actually Roxy was it Roxy Nafusi when she came on and she said that she was feeling you know really self-conscious about something you should just say it before yeah like, like almost introduce yourself with that so like oh gosh, I don't want to appear boring, but this is what I've been doing today. And almost get rid of that thought before it festers. Um, mm. And I think mm. that's actually a really good way to just to, to kind of get back out there. If you're feeling, you know, go, if you go to something, you know, something where you don't know anyone, be like, gosh, I'm really bad in these kind of situations or, oh, I'm really addressing nervous it. in this situation. Yeah, just addressing yep. it straight away. And I think that's a really good sort of way of overcoming certain situations when you might feel like a bit awkward I'd say yeah yeah and I and also I think ask yourself the question what is the worst thing that could happen this is something that I'm working on in therapy at the moment where I feel like there are certain topics I can't bring up with Dozza because I don't want to seem like the nagging wife yeah you know like that whole message that we're force fed you know oh yeah mm. you can't talk to them about that because you're just going to seem like that moany wife that's just you know the moany wife at home type fucking language which really really annoys me and Michael asked me yesterday he was like what is the worst thing that's going to happen yeah just, so you, you say what you want to say and then what and actually what came out was I didn't I thought it would blow things up so badly that I worry about the marriage breaking down and he was like that's that's completely unrealistic. And then I've yeah. got saying that's never going to happen, but that's my deepest wound. That's my biggest fear. So maybe ask yourself the question, what, 
what is going to happen if you share with somebody that, you know what, life's a bit boring and, you know, I don't really have huge amounts going on and, but I'm really wanting to, 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 to be out there and I want to be socializing and I want to move forward and I want to rediscover myself again. And people love that honesty. And actually, I think if you share it and have the confidence to share it, lots of great people will hold it. Yeah, no, that's so true. And I think it's, it's the hardest thing to do, isn't it? Sometimes like to, to do oh, that, yeah. but the best, the absolute best, yeah. it's, almost, it's brave to do it, but God, mm. it's like ripping a plaster off. It's you, the sense of relief when you just, when you just yeah. face things. Um, yep. But also cut, you know, cut yourself some slack. You've been through two huge life changes yep. and it's going to take time and just good luck. Like we're here for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually like a couple of these comments that people have sent in, which are really positive. Someone's put, I've taken two years and I finally feel good. I can now say I'm a better version of me. How long did it take you? Um, and then That's someone else has said, since I started working again, I feel alive. I was a stay-at-home mum for four years. Thanks, but no thanks. I love it when you, yeah. you know, we, we hear this kind of thing as well from from people sending in to say, actually, you know what, I'm there and I'm and I feel myself and I feel good. How long do you think it took you to feel like yourself again? Oh my god, I think I, I don't think I do feel like myself. I'm definitely yeah. happier than I was before, but I've but I'm experiencing emotions that I never thought possible since having the kids, mm. you know, st- some negative, some positive, there's been loads of growth. There's been grieving, you know, sometimes I find it difficult that I'm not out and about, you know, I, I see lots of my friends who are sort of going to events and they're all hanging out together or they're going to see the sugar babes or, you know, and my life is very, very different. So that, 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 that voice comes up where I'm like, oh, wow, that hurts me a bit that I haven't been invited or that I'm not there at the same time. I then remind myself that I feel the most fulfilled I've ever felt in my life. And that's because of my amazing family, my beautiful home, you know, all the rest of things that kind of top my cup up, but it's definitely, it's definitely a work in progress for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, no, no, I agree. I think the whole thing of feeling like yourself is coming to terms with who your new self is. Like I yes. def- I'm definitely not the same person as I was before I had kids, but I don't actually think that's a negative. I'm way no. more confident in my own skin. I'm no, I, I say no more. I do more, more things that I want to do. I'm less of a people pleaser. There's loads of things that are like yes. really positive. Um, and yeah, like there's certain aspects that I miss, like more the the freedom, but I know that time will come like again. Mm. And mm. yeah, I think, yeah, I, I'd say it's, ta- it's taken a while for sure. And I do think it really does change when your kids start school. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I, I, I don't yeah. know, even if it's just a mental thing, because actually if they go to nursery full time, then <laughs> it's the same. If not, you have yeah. more, more, more time then. But I think there's something in them starting school that feels like a new chapter where you, I don't know, does it feel, you, you feel like you're allowed to move on with your life a bit? I don't know. There's something in that though, when they start school. There's, the, you there's, feel more, like, sp- yeah. there's more space. Yeah. There's more space for you to think about what who you are again as a person. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and also that that's that's a massive, that's a massive, like the work is never done with that. I'm not no. sure anybody could say, maybe I'm wrong, 
they could stand up and be like, right, I am me and I love everything about me and I'm in a really great place because that just ebbs and flows, right? Yeah. Things, things come up, things, periods, periods of real happiness and fulfillment and then periods of sadness and that's just... That's just the roller coaster of life. Exactly. And things can knock your confidence and, you know, yeah. make make you feel a bit icky for a while and then something can come along and make you feel amazing and that's mm. whether you have kids or not. Um, that's mm-hmm. just all the different seasons. There we go. Um, that feels quite a nice place to to, to finish the the Q and A. But but we're going to do products this week um, because uh, we're we're starting to pick these ones up again on Fridays. Stuff that we've been absolutely loving during the week. George, I am going to kick us off because I've been feeling really um, affected by the darkness. Um, not not my fear of the dark, but actually just the dark mornings <laughs> yeah. and, the, and the, the, the dark evenings. So I've started taking vitamin D tablets, which I got on Amazon. They're from a brand called Nutrition Geeks. I take one a day. Um, I've only been taking them for a couple of weeks, so I'm not sure if I've seen the benefits yet, but I'm definitely feeling brighter in myself and able to kind of, I don't know, I was feeling a bit low and I think obviously hormonal changes and stuff like that, but I'm hoping that these are going to give me a little lift that I need. So I'm definitely vitamin D deficient. Do you know what's so funny? I think most people in the UK are vitamin D deficient. I know. When I had that blood test at the trichologist that was one thing that I wasn't deficient in oh, really? which makes no sense does it like none because no. here like we, we apparently not so there we go really weird wow um, okay yeah but I think probably 99% of people are so it's definitely worth doing for sure yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is something I've only recently started using, but I absolutely love. And it is slightly more expensive, but there are there's a smaller version that you could buy to try. I got it in an advent calendar, and it's the Sunday Riley Luna Sleeping Night Oil. Um, it's one of the I love my nighttime routine. I actually have it in my diary so that Dodgy James doesn't come and disturb me. Um, <laughs> and I'm not joking. I'll, I'll, I'll put it on Instagram. I have it in my diary every night. My routine. And um, love that. And it's so it's it's a night oil. You put it on after you've like cleansed and everything. And it's blue. And you have to massage it into the skin until it turns clear. And I think I love that part of it because you can't just whack it on quickly and go to bed it's like an actual ritual where you have to massage it all in and I that part of it I think is amazing because you're having that little bit of time for yourself but also obviously it's Sunday Riley like the the stuff in it is amazing there's retinol in it um it's I mean it's gives you like glowing skin um but yeah i think the small version is about 45 pounds so not crazy crazy money um but i really think it's worth it yeah love it yeah brilliant um so i've started using the brazilian bum cream have you ever used it from sol de janeiro yes 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 i love Love it it. yeah Um, the the, um the body cream that i've got i just literally just got it like probably only about three or four weeks ago is the it's only 7.45 7.45 on amazon mm. and it's firming and toning cream i just feel like my skin was super dry obviously changing weather and stuff so i'm always on the lookout for a good body moisturizer and i think i found one and smells gorgeous really does oh my smell god it smells so it? nice yeah yeah um, this is another sort of supplement to take and we've probably mentioned it on instagram and i've 
been taking it now for quite a few months. It's probably worth doing an update. It's the Revive Collagen. Now it's Samantha oh, yes. Fair's brand, and you've probably seen a lot of it on Instagram because she's just announced a big like um, US ambassador and stuff. I've got to say, I think it's really good. Like, re- like the, the the level of ingredients, the quality of ingredients in it is brilliant. But also because you have to mix it with water, I think you can take it straight. But I think it's pretty gross to do that. Um, it means that I drink like half a liter of water first thing in the morning, which it is obviously a really good way to start your day. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But they have all different. They have different ones. So I take the max i think it is but then they have one for menopause they have a vegan one they have their classic one they have a perimenopause one um and they're all yeah i i I really rate it it's quite expensive but if you get it on prescription prescription subscription um i think the cost comes down a little bit and obviously then you don't run out and you do as with all supplements you have to keep going like you have to take them consistently yeah yeah. um but yeah really love it well i think that's that brings us to a really nice closing point on today's podcast thank you so much for sending in all of your questions we absolutely love doing these friday q a's for you as always we'd love you to rate review subscribe and please give the podcast a little follow for us yeah five star reviews only please tell your friends help us get the made by mama's message out there (laughs) Um, and if you want to chat to us our dms are open we're on instagram at made by mama's and we'll be back on tuesday made by mama's is an insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely charlotte mason insanity group planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.